Thanks for joining me for another episode of Tech Show But Friendly, Hardware Sugar's podcast, and I'm your host, Anton. And I am doing something that I said I would not do again. Last week's podcast was recorded using the built-in microphone of my Asus S14 Flip OLED laptop. And I said last week that that was an aberration. Usually, I remember to bring my Elgato Wave 1. But here we are one week later, and obviously, I do not learn from my mistakes, and I have forgotten the microphone again. And to be honest, I was a bit impressed with the sound recording quality. Yun nga, parang it's good enough for this kind of short podcast material. So maybe in the back of my mind, I was thinking, well, you know, to heck with it. Kaya naman ng onboard audio. And also number two, last week, if you listen to the podcast, you n- might have noticed that there were no cuts. Like, I usually go through the podcast to cut out the ums and the breaks and pauses. Like, when I'm checking my notes or I just make a mistake or something like that. Or there's a loud sound outside. But to be honest, my time has really gotten compressed lately. I mean, there's so many things to do that last week I did not go through that fine-tooth edit anymore. And it looks like I will be doing the same thing for this week's show or podcast. So if you do notice that I kind of, there, there's a break, like I stopped talking for a little bit, or I make a mistake, like we're just going to plow through it. The breaks are just me catching my breath or looking at the next topic, the next notes and things like that. So without further ado, you know, this entire week and last week, basically the shadow of what happened to LTT has been, you, the, the, you notice I pause when I can't think of a good metaphor, but like the shadow of, of the LTT fallout has been looming over the industry, the, the the content, the tech content creation industry in general. And I have done a bunch of live streams where people have been asking me for my thoughts. And I mentioned in last week's podcast that I wasn't really that interested in doing a hot take. So although I did end up adding a little bit of my thoughts, especially if you want to watch the last end of my last live from the shop, which streamed this last Monday, that was August 21, uh, I do say some stuff there, but so but this will not be uh, any addition to that. This one, this first bit of news at two five one. Wait, let me. I was gonna write down. I was gonna make notes so that it's easier for me to do the time, the timestamps for you know viewers or listeners who want to jump around. So, but heck, now I've forgotten my. Pen and paper. Okay, here we go. All right. Sorry, guys. Yeah, bit rough. (laughs) My first bit of news is that more YouTubers have come out detailing their interactions with Linus. And it hasn't been pretty. In particular, uh, Tech Yes City. Just a couple of days ago, came out with his own video where he details the situation. But he also mentions that basically all of the interactions he's had with Linus have been pretty crummy. And Linus comes off as quite a jerk, to be honest. So there, he, de- he did detail like the professional interactions he's had with them because he emailed them regarding 
errors in some CPU tests that they did, and then he also offered his own data. They basically just gave him, you know, the they just brushed him off. And then in person, because he did attend an event where Linus was present a couple of years ago, so him and a bunch of other YouTubers uh, went up to Linus just to kind of shoot the breeze and, you know, hey, we're kind of in the same industry, of course, not in the same league as you, but, you know, just basically to be friendly. And Linus, according to Techia City, basically said, you know, who the heck are you guys? Why are you guys talking to me? And there was an insinuation that he, Linus, only talks to YouTubers with over 1 million subs. So if you're below 1 million subs, you are not worthy to talk to Linus. And so this is the this is as recalled by Techia City, who has around 600,000 subs, roughly, I think. So he's an Australian YouTuber tech content creator but now he's currently based in japan and yeah he didn't have any nice things to say about uh his personal interactions with linus um he didn't or he does not attend ltx uh in contrast though he has had some personal interactions with luke in person and those were uniformly great which is kind of the narrative yun yung medyo common stories that you'll hear being passed around online, uh, yeah, Linus is a jerk, but Luke is a good guy. And even my friends kind of comment on that, like, um, when you watch the one show, it's Luke who's trying to hold Linus back and things like that. And again, you know, this is all hearsay for me. I mean, this was not my personal experience. You can listen to the video yourself um, from Techia City. But yeah, not a great look for Linus. Further fueling the chatter that, well, he, uh, fame and, you know, money and everything has gotten to his head. Although you will find people in the comment section also saying that he was like that even before he kind of uh, made his mark. Uh, but again, it's very hard to verify those kind of stories. That's why this one from Techia City is pretty interesting because he is a noted YouTuber in his own right. Um, and it is plausible that he would have interactions with Linus. It, it just lasts about an incident in Techia City. So at the same party, the him and the other guys were basically brushed off by Linus. But a newbie or, or a new content creator was also at the party. And he went over to Techia City's group and he's like, oh, is that you know Linus of LTT over there? And they were like, yeah. Basically, they were setting him up. They didn't tell this new guy that he Linus, you know, is not receptive to to saying hi to strangers. And so the the new guy, I I'm I I mean the new guy because I, I meant I refer to him as the new guy because Techia City didn't mention his identity, but he's new in the sense that he just arrived at the party, so he didn't see Linus give Techia City the brush off. So they were kind of setting up the new guy. They're like, oh yeah, you should go say hi. I mean, you say you're a big fan. So the new guy does go over to Linus and he gets the same cold shoulder. So, well, at least consistent. You know, if you're not a big time YouTuber, Linus doesn't have the time for you. But again, that is just the story or that that is the experience as related by Techia City. Aside from that, not much news going on. I mean, we have the usual product announcements, Intel, there, there is a rumor that Intel's newest socket, 1851 or 1852, I think, is will supposedly last for three generations. But again, that's not confirmed, so I don't really want to jump into that. What I will end with, yeah, super short episode this week. Um, not much 
news. Again, I'm I'm trying to recall bits that I I did for my research, but there was one thing like star, star, and so this is the thing we're doing like a live unedited podcast. I can't quite pin down the details, but the new RPG from Bethesda, Starfall, Star something. Wait, let me check. Starfield. So I actually paused the recording to check my notes. Um, you know, there's latest news again that Starfield will not have DLSS support when it launches. But we've already mentioned that before in the other podcasts where because it is an AMD exclusive or sponsored game, usually AMD ensures that only its upscaling technology is supported by by that particular game. And NVIDIA though has announced a newer version of DLSS coming out pretty soon, I think in the fall, DLSS 3.5. What's exciting about this is that it has ray retracing, or again, I forget the exact term, but they're focusing on making the graphics ray reconstruction. And based on the screenshots, of course, supplied by NVIDIA, nobody has seen it out in the wild yet, there does seem to be significant improvement, especially for you know, lighting on surfaces and reflections. There's one particular side-by-side from Cyberpunk using all different flavors of DLSS where the DLSS 3.5 version is much better. Like the neon purple of the overhead lights is translated, is seen much better in DLSS 3.5. But the exciting news for this one is that it will be open to all RTX capable GPUs. So not just the latest 40 series. So again, NVIDIA gets a lot of flack, but at least this time their update will benefit most of their existing customers rather than just those who have bought the latest generation cards. And if you have a nice GPU, of course, you want a nice monitor to display all of those pretty graphics. And we will be ending today's show with a bunch of monitor news. It has become a running gag for fans of the channel that I am constantly obsessed with my monitor. So it's a 49-inch OLED monitor. But Asus and Samsung are coming out with new models, which look pretty interesting too. So Asus came out with an announcement that they're coming out with three different monitors. The first one is the ROG Swift PG32U CDM. So it's a 4K semi-glossy monitor, 240Hz refresh rate, and 0.03 millisecond response time. Peak brightness of 1000 nits. So this is better than the just recently reviewed. We just, a couple of months ago, we just reviewed the PG27U QDM, if I believe if I remember the designation correctly, that was a pretty good monitor. But this one goes up to 4K. Parang yung PG27UQDM, hanggang 2K lang ata siya, if I recall correctly. Um, the next new model announced was the ROG Swift PG34WCDM. So this one naman is curved. It's 24, sorry, 34 inches curved OLED. And... Uh, again, 240 hertz refresh rate, 0.03 millisecond response time. And lastly, they are coming out with a new 49-incher, the ROG Swift PG49WCD. So this is curved also uh, at 144 hertz refresh rate. And you know, these things, uh, you know, I've fallen in love with OLED. They can be a bit pricey, but if you know you are in the market for monitors, 
OLED, I think, really is the way to go if you can pony up for their expensive price. Although Samsung is going larger and larger with their Odyssey series. So their Odyssey line is their flagship line. They recently announced a 57-inch Odyssey Neo G9. So that's basically like you put 32 32-inch monitors side by side each other and kind of seamlessly blend them together. You'll come up with this 57-inch monster, 240 hertz refresh rate, one millisecond response time. It is not OLED, although it is mini LED. And you know, a lot of the commenters were like, "Well, this might replace for people with a lot of different monitors. This might replace it. The curve is quite pronounced, so it's kind of like a wraparound feeling." And I am guilty of that. I currently use four different monitors. Um, not that I'm planning to change my primary monitor anytime soon. But yeah, these kind of monsters are interesting, but expensive. So this episode drops Friday, August 25. If you're listening to it, then have a great long weekend. We will be coming out with a bunch of content. Um, this week, because we're doing a sprint to kind of finish up the deliverables for this month for our sponsor. So yesterday, Thursday, we dropped a vid- our price watch video for August. That's where we talk about GPU prices and CPU prices from different stores, not from Hardware Sugar. Just to give you an idea on the average price on the market. Basically, it's a benchmarking for prices kind of episode. We do it once a month. And then Saturday, we're going to be coming up coming out with our Google Pixel 7 review. So kind of like a long-term use review because the Pixel 7 is not new, came out last year, but the prices for it are pretty good now. So if you're thinking of upgrading, do you want to take advantage of the good prices instead of ponying up full price for something like the Pixel 8, which is coming out maybe September, I think, or October. And then on Monday, hopefully we will have our video on the I tested a bunch of hardware. If you're trying to edit videos on the go, like away from your desktop, what hardware can you rely on? Sorry, that is coming Wednesday. On Monday is our Wired Autocomplete interview. Basically, I, I answer a bunch of questions unscripted in the Wired format. So Wired does this kind of format interview where it's just the interviewee and the interviews are the questions are taken from the internet. Um, if, if You can check out Wired for, to see what kind of interviews they do. But basically, we copied their format, that format, and then uh, did it for myself where I answered the questions. That drops Monday. So again, have a great weekend, guys, or have a great day whenever you're listening to this podcast. Thanks so much for lending me your ear. <laughs>